Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Pay no interest for five years on your new windows. Visit windownation.com. Mary DePompe, the WTOP traffic. To 7 News First Alert Meteorologist, Brian Vandegraaff. Fog this morning, then a little lull, some often on light showers through the afternoon, but really heavy rain tonight. We're looking at two plus inches of rain possible. Flood alerts up for portions of our area. In addition to heavy, heavy rain, some gusty winds as well. It's going to be kind of a rocking night there with windswept downpours all the way into your early Monday. Monday will stay mild in the morning, but then those temperatures will drop back. That rain could impact your morning rush as well. Through the day, some clearing, but very windy as 50s fall to 40s. On Tuesday, we're barely out of the 40s with gusty winds and chilly wind chills. I'm 70s meteorologist Brian Vandergraaff in the First Start Weather Center. It's 45 degrees outside the WTOP studios. This is WTOP News. Facts matter. This hour of news is sponsored by Lido Pizza. Lido Pizza never cuts corners. Good morning. I'm Luke Luker. Coming up. An investigation is underway after Stafford Sheriff's deputies killed a man this weekend. I'm John Doman. A Confederate memorial is set to be removed soon from Arlington National Cemetery. I'm Valerie Bonk. Free career training is offered to residents in one local county. You know a job is a lifeline. I'm Grace Newton. 7 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour. Sponsored by Staples. I'm Stacey Lynn. Thousands gathered in Tel Aviv. Calling for the remaining hostages to be brought home safely after we learned Israeli forces mistakenly killed three of them. Here's correspondent Wendy Gillette. Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu seemingly confirmed renewed negotiations led by Qatar to try to free the hostages are underway. CBS News has learned Israel's spy chief and Qatar's prime minister met Friday night in France. Netanyahu said the accidental killings of the three hostages broke his heart, but reiterated there will be no change in the country's offensive against Hamas. Our Matt Piper with the latest round of deal or no deal in Washington. A deal would bring two priorities for President Biden, funding for Ukraine and Israel, also tied to the funding security at the U.S.-Mexico border, something Republicans say they want to see in the package. The Senate is delaying its holiday break, which had been due to start this past Friday, and could convene as soon as Monday to give negotiators time to reach an agreement. Rain gear will be a necessity today if you live in the Mid-Atlantic or New England. A big wet storm system is moving up the East Coast. National Weather Service meteorologist Zach Taylor. We're expecting wide range of weather hazards, including heavy rainfall, potentially flash flooding, coastal flooding issues with strong onshore flow and high winds as well with the system. Even though inflation and unemployment have gone down, many Americans are still riding the struggle bus when it comes to our bank accounts. Here's correspondent Michael George. The recession, some feared was imminent, hasn't happened. The U.S. economy has really defied all expectations. Bankrate.com's chief financial analyst, Greg McBride, explains why not everyone is feeling optimistic. People aren't feeling it because prices are a lot higher than they were two or three years ago. The cost of food, for example, hasn't dropped back to pre-pandemic levels. It's a birthday fit for a king, or pope. CBS's Sabina Kessel-Franco is in Rome. 
Pope Francis celebrated his 87th birthday today, addressing the crowds in St. Peter's Square as customary on a Sunday. The Pope has had a number of health scares this month, including acute bronchitis, which forced him to cancel a trip to Dubai for the UN Climate Conference. But he has said he has never considered resigning this year. And on his 87th birthday today, he also spent a few moments with some children and their families. They presented him with a large birthday cake and sang happy birthday. This is CBS News. Staples stores provide innovative products and services for small business, remote workers and learners, even teachers and parents. Explore more at your local Staples store. 703 on Sunday, December 17, 2023, 43 degrees, a rainy day ahead of us, clouds and winds, highs in the 50s. Good morning to you. I'm Liz Anderson. The top local stories we're following this hour. A deadly shooting in Stafford County is under investigation this weekend. It involves deputies from the sheriff's office. The shooting happened just after midnight Saturday in northern Stafford. Deputies have been called to a home on the 2400 block of Richmond Highway for a disturbance. When they arrived, the sheriff's office says a man who was there pointed a rifle at deputies and would not drop it. The early investigation says after repeatedly asking him to put the rifle down, the deputies fired their weapons, killing the man. He has not been identified. The deputies are now on routine administrative leave. John Dome in WTOP News. Also in Virginia, a Confederate memorial in Arlington National Cemetery is set to be removed soon. Fencing has been installed around a Confederate memorial at Arlington National Cemetery as it is set to be removed in the coming days. Officials with the cemetery says it should be removed by December 22nd. The statue was meant to be a utopian vision of the Confederacy, but obviously it fell short of that. The removal of the statue is happening despite a demand from more than 40 Republican members of Congress asking the Pentagon to stop the removal. Virginia Governor Glenn Youngkin was also opposed to getting rid of the statue and plans to move it to the Newmarket Battlefield State Historical Park. Valerie Bonk, WTOP News. Now to Maryland, where Prince George's County officials are making moves to encourage and equip residents for a career in construction. We rely on good paying jobs to care for our families and to create the type of life we each want to live. Prince George's County Executive Angela Alsobrook says the new Building Trades Career Center will assist public schools and employ county residents to launch a career in the construction industry through free apprenticeships. We're here to develop a pipeline of students, young adults, and adults for good careers with union employers in building trades and construction. Maryland Governor Wes Moore hopes this will be an opportunity for more county residents to build wealth. And when we say that this is going to be a time that we are going to create pathways for work, wages, and wealth, for all Marylanders, we mean that. In Prince George's County, Grace Newton, WTOP News. Now to the proposed move to Alexandria for the Washington Wizards and Capitals. One D.C. council member is putting the blame for this potential move on the mayor and others who he says had their focus elsewhere. I don't know where the urgency was. I don't know where the the aggressive strategy was. Ward 6 council member Charles Allen says he feels the mayor and other city leaders were focused too much on bringing the commanders back into the city in recent months. Rather than focusing on kind of the the shiny object, which would be a less fruitful deal for D.C.'s economy, we needed to focus on Cap 1 Arena. Uh, And that didn't happen. And, And I think that's why we find ourselves where we are. 
Allen says he didn't hear about the $500 million offer from D.C. to monumental sports owner Ted Leonsis until the day before the move was announced, and he fears that offer may have come too late. That should have been what was on the table with that type of negotiation months ago, and then I think we'd be telling a very different story today. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. WTOP has reached out to the mayor's office for comment. At the height of the holiday season, Metro will be suspending red line service between DuPont Circle and Gallery Place starting tomorrow, and it's raising concerns among downtown businesses and theaters. To repair tracks and tunnels, there'll be no red line trains into Farragut North and Metro Center to the 30th. You know, we hate that we have to get this work done um, at such an important period of time. Metro Sarah Meyer says there will be free shuttle bus service to Metro Center from DuPont Circle and Gallery Place. Ebony Walton of the Downtown Business Improvement District says theaters, restaurants, and retail stores have raised concerns about the situation. This partial closure is definitely not ideal. Businesses asked the partial closure to take place in January. Metro says data shows the two weeks it's chosen are the least likely to impact riders. Dick Giuliano, WTOP News. Coming up after traffic and weather, giving musicians a cut of the AI action. It's 7.07. 6 a.m. Breaking news from Alexandria. 3.15 p.m. An update now on a story we've been following all day. 6.17 p.m. New information just coming in. WTOP doesn't just report breaking news and move on. We stay with the story. Stay up to date. Check back with us two, three, four times a day. WTOP News. Facts matter. 708. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s. Let's go to Mary DePompa in the WTOP Traffic Center. All righty. Good morning, Liz. Happy Sunday. Happy Sunday, Mary. We're working this. We're going to tell you starting off the bat about that dense fog and hope people stick around to hear all of the weather because it's going to be a thing throughout today. But Reduce visibility in some locations throughout our listening area. Give yourself that extra time and stopping distance. That said, we got it out of the way. Here's what to watch out for. On the Virginia side, a working crash is Interstate 95 heading northbound in Fairfax County just after the Lorton Road exit 163. Getting by two to the right. Equipment still on scene. Delays are minimal in the fog. And just a reminder that the Easy Pass Express lanes will point northbound on an early Sunday if need be. Now that's it. 66 was doing well from Front Royal into Roslyn. All around the Beltway, anything currently was on the Maryland side. We had a crash from the overnight outer loop near University Boulevard exit 29. Watch out on the right side. Didn't get the all clear yet. It was an overturned box truck at one point blocking. And again, we cannot see this one. We can tell you that there aren't a lot of delays. Both sides of the Beltway actually between 95 and 270. And that is a good alternative to go eastbound 270. It is closed with a crash investigation in Rockville. The eastbound lanes are blocked at the Georgia Avenue exit 8. Now, listeners say that the overhead signals indicate you would be diverted between Shady Grove Road and Georgia Avenue following police direction. Again, this is a crash investigation. Mary DePompa, WTOP Traffic. Now to 7 News First Alert meteorologist Brian Vandegraaff. Well, hopefully you enjoyed your Saturday, Sunday, not nearly as pretty after some morning fog and maybe a little bit of mist. We're going to look for a few dry hours before showers develop. Some off and on rain through the afternoon, mild mid-50s, and then overnight some really intense rain moves in. We have some flood alerts up for the metro area. Two to three inches of rain could fall. In addition, the winds will howl. We're looking at gusts that could get upwards of 35 
40 miles per hour into early Monday. Monday early start, not going to be so pretty. Through the afternoon, some drying, but very windy and cool. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Brian Vandegraaff in the First Alert Weather Center. 46 degrees at the wharf in D.C. It's also 46 in Oxon Hill and 43 degrees in Sterling. The forecast brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest financing. Terms and conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. Money news at 10 and 40 past the hour. Here's Andrew O'Day. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. I'm a Barbie girl. In a Barbie world. Hey, that's Johnny Cash. I'm not Johnny Cash. Yeah, that's actually artificial intelligence. But it sure sounds like him, doesn't it? Music labels and musicians, along with the estates of the dead ones, are nervous that AI capability could cause them to lose control over what they create. People right now assume that any big AI model is essentially infringing on copyright. And there's probably good arguments to say that some of them are. Ryan Groves, co-founder of Infinite Album, tells Bloomberg a big reason for that is that training AI to mimic the sounds of actual famous musicians requires copious content sharing. This is what he does called music. So even if what AI produces could be regarded as original, the training of it can't be. So how could that be fixed? Having like a universal license for training data the same way that we have a license for playing music on the radio. A solution that would placate musicians, labels, and AI content creators would take real intelligence. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Andrew O'Day on WTOP. Coming up on WTOP, what are the chances we'll see a white Christmas this year? We'll have more. It is 7-12. This is the lunch rush at your local deli. Orders are flying in. Online, on the phone, and in person. Order for Nick. So is it possible that fast internet could help your business outrun the rush? It is with Comcast Business. Up-leveling your speed with gig speed Wi-Fi, powering all your devices in fast downloads and uploads, powered by the next generation 10G network. With Comcast Business, next level speed isn't just possible, it's happening. Comcast Business, powering possibilities. Get started with fast speeds and advanced security for $49 a month for 12 months with no annual contract. Plus, ask how to get up to a $600 prepaid card with a qualifying gig bundle. Call or go online to learn more. Ends 12-20-2023. Restrictions apply. Eagle bill and auto pay required. New 50 megabits per second internet and security to customers only. Equipment, taxes, and fees extra. After promo, regular rates apply. Gig Wi-Fi requires gig internet and compatible router. This holiday season, all your wishes are coming true on FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Dave Preston here, and right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use. There's also a wider range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. Seven games kick off at one, three more just after four plus one tonight my nfl picks drop during the noon hour posting on x at dav presto visit fanduel.com slash presto and kick off the nfl season in fine fashion fanduel official partner of the nfl must be 21 or older and present in virginia first online real money wager only five dollar pregame money line wager required ten dollar first deposit required bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt see terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com gambling problem call one at Gambler. Coming up. Struggle continues for the caps on the road. Sports in 10 minutes on WTOP. 
Once again, MedStar Washington Hospital Center is ranked among the nation's top cardiology, heart, and vascular surgery programs and the only cardiovascular center in the Washington, D.C. region to be ranked by the U.S. News & World Report Best Hospitals 2023-24 Survey. Dr. Stuart Seides, Executive Director of the MedStar Heart and Vascular Institute, notes, The entire team feels a genuine sense of pride and accomplishment in this well-deserved and ongoing recognition. For more information about the MedStar Heart and Vascular Institute, visit MedStarHealth.com. Do you have a vehicle that belonged to a departed loved one? Honor their memory this holiday season by donating it to Melwood. Donating supports Melwood's job training programs for people with disabilities in your area, carrying on your loved one's legacy in a meaningful way. Donate today and have your car picked up as early as tomorrow. To get started, call 1-877-MELWOOD or visit melwood.org forward slash radio. That's 1-877-MELWOOD or melwood.org forward slash radio. This is WTOP News. 715, I'm Liz Anderson. Thanks for being with us. If you're going around whistling or singing Let It Snow and you plan to spend Christmas in the DMV this year, well, the chances of a white Christmas seem to be melting away, according to forecasts from 7 News First Alert meteorologists. The weather is trending toward warm and dry for December 25. There's a 10% chance the district will see snow on Christmas Day, but there will be an increased chance for folks who are west of I-95. And if you're hoping to see the northern lights this weekend in the D.C. area, that is unlikely to happen. The most powerful solar flare recorded in six years erupted on the sun Thursday and Friday, meaning the lights may be visible as far south as Iowa, Washington State and New England. NASA Solar System Ambassador Greg Redfern joined WTOP to talk about the strength of this solar storm and its effects. Traveling at the speed of light, that traveled the eight minutes or 93 million miles to impact the earth and for two hours radio communication from one part of the country to the other was affected specifically aircraft weather and so forth pretty amazing effect that was nasa solar system ambassador greg retfern After dumping rain on Florida Saturday, a powerful storm is expected to strengthen as it moves up the east coast through the weekend. And though this nor'easter could cause some flooding due to heavy rain and high winds, the warmer weather means significant snowfall is not expected. Brian Hurley is a meteorologist with the National Weather Service. It certainly is a a nor'easter. It's got all the aspects of it except for the snow. The coastal New England office, Connecticut, Massachusetts, Rhode Island, you know, they've got coastal flood watches, possibility of moderate, at least moderate flooding. And then I see the high wind watches as well along the coast with the flood watches farther inland because of the rivers and streams are going to be pretty swollen with this rainfall. Again, that's Brian Hurley with the National Weather Service. Maryland's Department of the Environment has plans to meet the climate and clean energy goals of the state, but they aren't quite ready for public consumption, that plan, rather. It, but it should be by the end of this year. Maryland Matters reports State Environment Secretary Serena McElwain promised the state is on track to meet ambitious goals included in the Climate Solutions Now Act. At a virtual hearing by the House Environment and Transportation Committee, McElwain said the state would achieve the 60 percent greenhouse gas reductions by 2031 and net zero emissions by 2045. The preliminary report that took a look at a possible steps to meet these goals was released on July 1st. The final report with solid recommendations is due by December 31st. 
quick look at the top stories we're working on at WTOP. New criticism of Israel following the deaths of more civilians in Gaza, including two women killed by an Israeli sniper as they took refuge in a church. Rudy Giuliani must pay more than $148 million to two former Georgia election workers who claimed he made false accusations about them. Keep it here for full details on these stories in the minutes ahead. It's 718. And we're going to go to the traffic center and Mary DePompa. All righty. Thanks, Liz. And we're not watching too many things on an early Sunday morning, less the fog, which is thick in some locations. And that's my cue to remind you, reduced visibility means have that extra time stopping distance. And using your low beams, actually have all of your lights on to be seen for safety. And the weather is definitely going to be a thing throughout today. So stick around for those updates. We'll start with our working crash in Virginia on Interstate 95. For the most part, you're at speed, but when you're northbound in Fairfax County, passing the Lorton exit 163, you're getting by the crash. Two to the right, a lot of equipment still on scene. And a reminder, Easy Pass Express lanes do point northbound early on a Sunday morning. On the Beltway, one issue didn't get the all clear yet. We had a crash from the overnight. It was along the outer loop near University Boulevard, exit 29. Um, they were still in the cleanup of an overturned box truck that occurred, at least according to State Highway. Watch out along the right side. No delays really showing. This is the only thing happening on the Beltway, but not the only thing in Maryland from the overnight. Maryland 200, the ICC heading eastbound, is closed at Georgia Avenue, exit 8. Listeners say overhead signs indicate that the closure point will be between Shady Grove Road and Georgia Avenue. They'll divert you eastbound side that is closed, so follow police direction. New wreck in Clarksburg on 121 West at 270. Watch for response. And if looking to satisfy everyone in your family, go to Silver Diner. Their new menu has everything from Creekstone Black Angus Steak Burgers to 15 vegan entrees, including dairy-free shakes, Silver Diner, much more than a diner. Mary DePomp at WTOP Traffic. Now to 7 News First Alert meteorologist Brian Vandegraaff. Tracking flood conditions for tonight, but first things first, we've got a little bit of fog. Then we'll have a little dry period. We'll have some off and on light rain and then some heavier downpours into the evening. But not just heavy downpours, gusty winds as well. We're talking wind, rain, and just a really nasty night. I wouldn't be out on the roadways overnight into early tomorrow morning unless you have to because the morning commute, too, will most likely be impacted because these showers will be intense probably through pre-dawn. Those winds will howl and temperatures, which will stay mild overnight into early Monday, will eventually drop back through the 40s and into the 30s. By the time we get to Tuesday, the whole system moves out of here. But with gusty winds and temperatures only near 40, we'll have wind chills in the teens and 20s. Then a rebound later in the week. I'm 70s meteorologist Brian Vandegraaff in the First Alert Weather Center. 46 degrees in Springfield, 45 at Farragut Square, and 44 in Laurel. The forecast brought to you by Lynn the Plumber Heating and Air. Trusted same-day service, seven days a week. Coming up on WTOP, how sustainability is making its way into your wine bottle. It is 721. Here's David Birkin, the Senior Vice President for Public Sector Transformation and Professional Services at ICF, on the discussion Empowering the Federal Workforce, Preparing Teams to Harness Data and New Technologies, sponsored by ICF International. Out in our business units, there is untapped, really excellent capacity in the IT delivery space, and we're putting lightweight control frameworks around them so they can work effectively doing technology things, but making sure that control environment wraps around them. Listen to the entire discussion on Federal 
Federal News Network. Search ICF International. ICF is a global consulting and technology services company. We work with federal agencies to design and implement tech solutions that improve mission outcomes. We combine domain expertise, leading-edge tech, advanced analytics, and human-centered practices. Our 2,000-plus technologists work with industry experts and over 30 platform partners to measurably improve program effectiveness. Since 1969, public and private sector clients have worked with ICF to navigate change and shape the future. Learn more about how ICF can help your agency at icf.com slash digital. America needs a reliable supply of semiconductors. Only one company designs and manufactures leading-edge logic chips in the U.S., and that's Intel. With support from the CHIPS Act, Intel is investing more than $100 billion over five years to make America a semiconductor leader, bringing innovation, opportunity, and jobs to America. By expanding in Arizona, New Mexico, Oregon, and Ohio, we will fill vital supply chain gaps and boost our economic and national security. U.S. chip leadership starts with Intel. There's a story you need to know about. You'll hear it on WTOP. A new study has ranked the safest cars for your teen driver. Breaking developments from Capitol Hill this morning. Several big problems on the Beltway. Looks like rain will be moving in later today. Good news on gas prices may be just down the road. When you want to know, you know you'll hear it on WTOP News. I heard it on WTOP. 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 WTOP News. Facts matter. This is WTOP News. 723 Sustainability is making its way into the wine world. CBS News correspondent Wendy Gillette explains how. Bottles of red, red wine and white and rosé from Crimson Wine Group in Napa Valley, California are getting lighter, almost 20% less weight since 2018. That's equal to removing over 630,000 miles driven by gas-powered cars every year. Chief Winemaking and Operations Officer Nicholas Kier. Wine bottles are the largest carbon footprint of the wine industry. The company's goal is net zero carbon emissions by 2050. Wendy Gillette, CBS News. Some home design trends that started during the pandemic, well, seems they aren't slowing down. We have more from Gigi Barnett. Massive windows, multifunctional backyards, and grand kitchens that double as workspaces and entertainment places. D.C. architect David Show Brown says their home design trends sparked by the pandemic and they're still in demand. A new survey by the American Institute of Architects, or AIA for short, agrees. The home became school, office, recreation center, restaurant, well, bar and everything sort of all at once. Something else he's seeing more of? Two words, smart technology. You know, smart settings for, for music throughout the house and sound throughout the house. And once you have it, it's just it just makes life easy. Gigi Barnett, WTOP News. A good night's sleep can do wonders. Some partners are finding it's better, though, to sleep apart in order to get solid shut-eye. The Wall Street Journal reports sleep scientists and therapists say it's fine for couples to sleep apart in order to get essential rest. But they also say if you move to separate beds, be sure to keep the physical and emotional intimacy sparkles alive. And the arrangement doesn't have to be indefinite or all the time. One clinical psychologist says the sleep apart arrangement could be as needed, like during the work week or if a partner is battling insomnia. Sports at 25 and 55. Powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Here's Frank Hanrahan. Alex Ovechkin has now gone 12 games without a goal. 
as uh, that's what he does. He scores goals, but it hasn't happened lately. Did not happen on Saturday night as the Caps fall at the uh, Nashville Predators 3-1. to T.J. Oshie, the only goal for the Capitals, who stay on the road and will visit Carolina on Sunday.